I'm a go-getter. It's the Go-Getter Podcast with Jay Black. His goal is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. Success is the only option. Go-Getter is all about mindset. My mindset is, since I'm here, why not be the greatest ever? And it's a win-win situation. Let's say I don't become the greatest ever. I'll become one of the greats. But it forces me to grind the greatness every day. And if you want to win that life, you got to grind the greatness every day. You deserve to live your best life. The world can sleep on you, but just make sure you don't sleep on you. So I love and believe in you, and I want to take you to that next level. Put your seatbelt on. Ride with me. I feel the three words coming. I'm excited. Yeah. Now welcome to the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Ready or not, it's about to go up. Not down, it's about to go up. Now, go getter. What's a go getter? I'm glad you asked. My logo sums up my message. One finger to the brain, one point to the sky. All I'm saying is with the right mindset, you can go to the top. I put the red check next to the brain because everything starts with the mind and it takes blood, sweat, and tears to achieve goals. You're a goal getter. I'm a goal getter. Success is the only option. Everything about my guest today says success is the only option. But I want to break down goal getter further because I want you to fully understand who you are. See, a goal getter grinds to greatness every day, aims to be the best version of themselves every day, understands that adversity is a part of the journey to success. So we embrace it. We never give up. Success is the only option. So welcome to the Goal Getter Podcast with Jay Black. Also got to shout out my mentor program, Goal Getter Academy. With Goal Getter Academy, we got the young kings and young queens, ages 5 to 18, and we've had a great week. Now, we target actually goal setting, mental health, financial literacy, entrepreneurship, community service, leadership development. We had a great week with our behavior ranking, so big shout out to the young kings and young queens of Go Get Academy. And I got to shout out my guy, Brian Barry, because the movie Workout Partners is coming up. And we got 15 of our young kings and young queens, and we got the main characters of the child characters in that movie. So big shout out to my guy, Brian Barry. Now, also, I got the Success is the Only Option school tour. Yes, I'm on a mission to reach 1 million students in 2022, and you can help me do that. So, I'm a post my motivational speaking reel in the in the comments. I need you to share that link. Share that link to every school, counselor, principal, teacher you know on the mission to change the world. And I need your help, so let's do it. Also, I know y'all loving this shirt. I know y'all see this shirt, the go get a pair. Y'all know me, head to toe, go get a, go get a hat, shirt, go get a joggers, even got the go get a shoes. Oh, yeah, yo, okay, you know. No, I ain't playing no games. I said I got the go get a shoes, yes. I need you to go to the website and grab your pair, grab you some goal getters. And I'm so serious about goals, I even want you thinking about your goals when you're sleeping. That's right. I got a goal get a pillow. Because when you're sleeping, I want you thinking about your goals. So go to the website, jblackinspires.com, grab you some goal get apparel. Now, I want to ask y'all a question. Have y'all been doing the mental exercises? Now, for the new viewers and listeners, you're probably like, what's the mental exercises? Okay, I'm going to turn y'all up. So, as y'all all know, we live in a very cold, dark world, and people are quick to tell you what you can't do. But you look at the word can't, you take the T off, it says can. You look at the word impossible, it says I'm possible. So this is a great way to start your day. I want you to be the first person to speak life into yourself every single day. So when you first wake up, I need three positive thoughts. I'll share a few of mine with you. Be the change you want to see in the world. 
Be a great husband. Be a great father. This when you first wake up. You can have more than three, but at least three. Now, from there, you should be going to the restroom, brushing your teeth, washing your face. If not, we got a problem. But why are you in the restroom? I need positive affirmations. Look at that person you see in the mirror and say, I am great. I am a winner. Success is the only option. Now, I got to get to my guest, Keith Collins II, filmmaker, stunt coordinator, fight choreographer. He's a Cleveland native. He's been in martial arts his whole life. He was trained under his sensei and father, Keith Collins, and as a filmmaker, stunt coordinator, and fight choreographer, he has many filmmaking achievements. So, Keith, I need you to say what's up to the people! Hey, what's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? So, he's in the building, so I want to start martial arts your whole life. So, I want to know, okay, so evidently your father automatically was, that's his lifestyle. Yeah. So, yeah. when... I know you started at age three, but when did you actually fall in love with it? Um, you know, I think I fell in love with it probably around like seven or eight. Okay. Um, that's when I, you know, it had already been in my life. I, I was already trained to punch and kick. But I want to say about seven or eight, I was like, this is what I want to do. You know what I mean? This is, I, I want to be in the martial arts. I want to do something with the martial arts. And I think it also attributed to watching a lot of martial art movies growing up. That was my next question. So what were some of the movies that you watched that inspired? Uh, one of the first, you know, inspirations in terms of martial art movies is a movie called Shogun Assassin. It's an old 80s samurai movie. And that was like that first movie. And then the next movie that comes to mind surprisingly, is The Last Dragon. Mm -hmm. The Last Dragon and Enter the Dragon. I probably would put those two together. And then the final movie that was definitely like, oh, this is what I want to do, was Bloodsport. Bro, oh, oh <laughs> hey! That's my movie right there, Bloodsport. Y'all call me damn, that's my God. That's my yeah, God, that's my movie yeah. right there. So, actually, you know, it's kind of funny because I actually grew up with martial arts as well. Judo, karate, travel, uh, mm -hmm. tournaments, got a ton of trophies in the area. So, I, I loved, uh, I think... Um, Discipline is the biggest thing I grab from martial arts. Mm -hmm. So tell me, what's the some of the best thing you see you, you think you grabbed that actually um, carried over to life? Arts with you martial arts. Martial arts uh, discipline, of course, is like the biggest one. Um, I'd probably say right after that is just being able to handle challenge and understanding that failure is not the end. Mm -hmm. um, failure is more of a building block to success. Um, once you fail, you actually study your failure to see where it went wrong and then continue forward to your goal. Woo. I want to stop right there real quick because, you know, uh, when I wrote down goal here, it's a part that says adversity is a part of the journey to success. So we embrace it. We never give up. Success is the only option. So the goal getting mentality is success is the only option. So we don't believe in failure. We either win or learn. That's what we are just talking about. It's a failure is not final. It's an opportunity to learn. And then you can go actually to that same goal and then make the adjustments and you'll keep learning, keep learning, keep growing. Then you'll achieve the goal. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Absolutely. Now, I want to jump into the, the filmmaking achievements because I've seen 2012, 13, 15. So let's, let's talk about that. Um, that was probably the moment I decided to put my foot into filmmaking. And I started off as a fight coordinator, stunt, uh, stunt coordinator, fight choreographer, I should say, uh, for other films. And... Um, a lot of people weren't necessarily doing action in this area just yet, but there were a few who were definitely giving it a try. So I was able to step in, keep people safe, and, you know, choreograph not only fight scenes, but complete, like, action sequences from gunfights and uh, things like that. 
And over that period of time of, uh, you know, making those, I did a couple short films. And in doing those short films, I got to sort of test out a few ideas that I would, you know, like, how would this work or how would that work? And, um, you know, you put them in film festivals just to see if you could make it in. And, you know, not only did I make it in, but I would win. So That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, filmmaking, martial arts your whole life, but now filmmaking. Now, is there a certain, did you actually study, like, okay, I want to know, you look at the films differently now, as far as the martial arts scenes, are you saying, like, now I wonder who is the fight choreographer, is there certain names that you study, um, as fight choreographer for movies, or? Yeah, like, um, at some point, and this was actually early on, I knew I wanted to do, like, movies because of the movies I was watching, so eventually I started broadening my watch patterns of movies, you know what I mean, from just action to, you know, dramas to horror films to, um, you know, romantic comedies. Like, I would sort of watch a broad spectrum to sort of see, like, what, how different each style was. And then when it comes to, like, fight choreography, I had, of course, taken to, like, some of the great names. So it was sort of like uh, Jackie Chan, you know what I'm saying, was one because his fights were very, very complex. And then the second one would be uh, Yen Wu Ping. Um, he did a lot of fights for Jet Li. And um, you just start looking at um, how they're making their fights and their rhythm and, and things of that nature. Another one was uh, Corey Yin. Um, Corey Yin, he also made a lot of, uh, lot of memorable fights. And probably one of the modern ones that pops in my head today was uh, Kiss of the Dragon. Okay. Um, you know, he's very, he's also another one that works a lot with Jet Li. And... Um, those were probably my main like fight choreographers. It was something about the Hong Kong style of fight choreography that, you know, they had like rhythm. They weren't just sort of like a stagnant like one two. It was a very complicated dance. And I started studying them and incorporating it into my patterns of fighting. And then of course you eventually start making it your own. So okay, that's dope. That's dope. And. I asked you that question because I want, and you actually were detailed with it. So I want that people to understand is that when you got a goal, your goals will talk to you if you talk to the goal. So now he said he has a goal. He's seen certain movies. So now he he told you specific details of different fight choreographers, and he broke down why they inspired them. So the attention to detail is very very important when it comes to becoming great. Because I always talk about we talk about go get an academy. We talk about we grind to greatness, not goodness, greatness because greatness can't be denied. So the film festival, when he actually entered there, he automatically won. But it wasn't about, even though he was new, he wasn't new to the craft. Because he's been doing martial arts his whole life. He's been a student his whole life. So it wasn't like he just jumped in. So proper preparation prevents poor performance. I always remember that. Okay, so I want to jump to your first film, Maximilian. And this was actually distributed worldwide. Yeah, yeah. Um, eventually the name got changed to Assassin's Game. Okay. Um, it's on all streaming platforms. And that was my first uh, feature film. Um, you know, that was the first time I had uh, made long-form media in the hopes of it getting distributed. And it, you know, got in international distribution. Wow. Um, that was probably the toughest thing that I had ever done. And I had filmed features before, but as a, a director of photography. Um, this was the first time I was, like, the director. I was a producer. Um, and this whole project was sort of like my, my brainchild. So it was a much different beast than just being, you know, 
a director of photography for somebody else's film. Right. Um, and, um, you know, this was, this was a pure action movie based on all of, like, the influences of what I watched growing up. So, you know, the Shogun Assassin, um, anime, 90s and 80s anime, like Fist of the North Star, and uh, uh, what's another one? Ninja Scroll. Uh, it was a learning process that I'm glad that I went through. Um, and it also helped me understand why, as a filmmaker, you have a very good team. And I had a very, very good team. Mm. A great team, in Let's fact. pause right there, because let's talk about that. Talk about what's the importance of having a, having a good team. Um, the, the biggest importance of having a good team is um, it takes a lot of stress off of your mind in that process. Um, because when I, I got used to doing everything by myself because I could, but right. I didn't realize that I was stretching myself and I could only give, say, 25% to each you know thing that I was doing. And now I could fully focus on something 100% and actually give it my all and have a team member work on this 100% and then they can give it their all. Right. And eventually, because we are all working together and creating this you know, collaborative piece of art, uh, we can now put forth something much greater than ourselves, you know, what and we can do a, by ourselves. And in a shorter period of time. Yes. There's only yes. 24 hours in a day. Yes. So opposed to you doing every single thing, if you got somebody that can dictate, like you said, 24 hours, bam, focus on this, 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 it gives you more time to actually zero in and then you, you achieve the goal faster. So that's, that's definitely powerful. And that's something, like I think, um, something you said I can do everything by myself. So it's good to master every area. Mm -hmm. And sometimes with me, you know, when success is the only option, um, certain things just wasn't in the budget. Right. So I had no choice right. but to become a graphic designer. Exactly. Become a videographer. Exactly. You know, so now actually, but that was a blessing because now I know exactly what I want. It's a different type of viewpoint now when mm -hmm. I actually hire somebody for the job and I'm able to communicate what I specifically want. Yep. So I think it's, um, it's necessary, but eventually you do want to develop that team. Even today, I got my young Queen Marquez, he's the engineer for the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. <laughs> so he handles all the audio. You know, he gets everything to me, takes care of that, and get it to me. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something I could do, but I got so much other things going on, I can delegate that. And I trust him to do that, he takes care of that. I got a guy that does most of my graphic design work. If it's not me, it's him. Somebody that does my, if I'm not doing the, my videos, I got somebody else. So yeah, it's very, very important. With Go Get an Academy, I got partners to help out with that. So it's very, very important to eventually have that team. And the energy you put out, it comes back to you. So you're attract the team you want. You you just by just by you being you and being consistent. Because mm -hmm. people are watching. So that's very, absolutely. very important. That's absolutely true. So let's talk about um, Rumble TV. So yes. May 27th is Rumble. the big day. <laughs> yep, yep. He got the hoodie on. He rapping, he rapping. So Rumble TV. Um, shout out to my girl, Crystal. Crystal, you know, she definitely was like, you know what? I got to get my guy on Rumble TV, May 27th. It's going to be big. And I seen my guy, so uh, my guy Quentin Owens. Yes. So you know that's my guy. Shout out my guy Q. You know we uh, play basketball together, Firestone Falcons. So is he in the movie or is his son in the movie? Uh, both of them are in the okay. movie. Him well, and his son are in the movie. Okay. <laughs> What's up? Okay. So let's talk about Rumble TV. So Rumble TV is a uh, what I would like to say is Real Housewives of Atlanta, and it meets a Jackie Chan movie and mm, that's put that different. together. Okay. Um, the movie is filmed like it's a reality show, and it is about uh, our, our main character, Phil, um, trying to live his normal life 
in the midst of this reality show, while everybody is able to challenge him to a fight anywhere and everywhere he goes. And the grand prize is $30 million if anybody wins. If he makes it through this season, he gets the 30 mil. And this is, uh, the movie itself is the last three episodes. Mm. Okay, that's those up. So let's talk about the vision, that mm -hmm. name, Rumble. Rumble, where did that come from? What inspired you? I want to go to the moment he was like doing oh, Rumble wow. TV. Crazy, crazy story, actually. Uh, me and uh, the writer, his name is uh, Marcel Dorsey. Um, he's also a filmmaker. He actually has a film out called Chemo Life that's on Tubi TV right now. It's a okay. documentary. Okay. Um, but uh, he, he was a writer. And me and him actually had talked about Rumble TV 20 years ago. Wow. Um, and this was at the birth of, like, reality shows. And we were always mulling it over. Like, how would we film a reality show but as a kung fu movie? And we kept, you know, we talk about it every time we get together for about 20 years. And then finished uh, Maximilian, and he got he came to me. He said, "Hey, remember that idea we always talk about Rumble, Rumble TV?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "You think we could do it now?" I said, "Well, if you write it, I'll make it." And um, we we had talked of different ideas about it, and then he came back in a week mm -hmm. with with the with the script. Now, I didn't expect him to come back in a week, but he right, came back. Right. But he, <laughs> he said, said, he said, if you write it, I'll make it. So he came back in a week. So at that point, it was like, hey, let's, I guess we got to film this. So uh, we definitely, in the time period of 20 years, reality tele television had changed. Right. And the nice part about that is now it has a formula. Mm -hmm. So, you know, from when we first started to, like, at this moment, it was like, hey, this is sort of easy to do because all reality TV shows have this formula. So we took that formula and we, you know, threw in action, mm. doing what we knew best, uh, you know, the fight scenes. Right. And, um, you know, I already had cast in mind. I already had Crystal in mind to, you know, be a producer because uh, we had worked together on another martial arts film, uh, Wuxia 2, okay. uh, where I had trained her to uh, be one of the heroes in the movie. Okay. And um, I, I knew I wanted her to be involved in this process. And, um, you know, everything really came together. Like, absolutely came together fast. We were getting ready to go. We were training on fight scenes because uh, we have a thing where we rehearse all the fight scenes way early on. And then um, the pandemic. <laughs> mm, pandemic, pandemic. <laughs> so at that moment, we everything we had in place, we lost, other than the actors. Like, all our locations, like, everything cut off and literally the movie was halted we started production in like uh january february halted by march 2020 right. and at that point you know we were scheduled to have this film done by june it's, it's not gonna happen now. Right. you know everything is shut down we can't right. get in anywhere and it, boy it, it hurt you know what i mean i was like oh am i gonna be able to finish this movie is this gonna really happen and then in july we started filming again um, and we started getting things in place and, you know, taking our proper procedures for COVID and things of that nature. Long story short, we, it took us two years to finish the movie. Right. Um, because of COVID. And, um, we literally finished the movie January of this year. Mm. And, uh, once again, new process of learning. You know what I mean? Uh, we finished Maximilian in 11 days. 
This took two years. And even if we put the days together, it probably was about, you know, 13 days if we put, like, days of filming. And um, the biggest thing that I took away from that whole process, because there was many times I was just like, man, I I don't know if I'm going to finish this. Am I going to be able to do this? But sticking with it showed me that time actually is a currency. And if you utilize that time properly, you can make something really, really good and um, better simply because you have more time to think about it. Right. And I never like, you know, I always was like, all right, let's hurry up, get this, get this, get this done. And then we're on to the next thing. But this made me actually sit and look at it and go, hmm, maybe we could change this. Or maybe we can add this. Maybe we can film this. Maybe we could do this. And, you know, it created a whole nother project that turned out even better than what we wrote. Right. So it was a... Um, a, a, a different process that taught me a lot. And it was a beautiful thing because, you know, we kept all those actors for two years. That's dope. That's like, dope. that's, you know, like none of them turned away. Everybody believed in that project. And I was really like, oh my, oh my gosh, thank you. You know, like, because that just doesn't happen. And I think a good lesson with that is um, understanding that our timing and God's timing is different. You know, but I love the fact that you guys were. You and your writer were on the same page, just being relentless with the goal. But you had to be relentless to say, you know, we're going to complete this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So y'all didn't let it go. Y'all stayed locked in, and then y'all actually y'all got it done. So the pandemic, as tough as it was, it was actually a blessing in disguise for you guys because you learned a different avenue as far as the process, what you talked about. And that's one thing I want to stress with you guys. We talked about goals. Nothing happens overnight. It's mm-hmm. a process. Oh, but you got to trust the process. And I'm telling you, you learn, you grow so much and become so much stronger through the process. Mm-hmm. It's the process that's going to catapult you to a whole different level. But you got to stay locked in. Mm-hmm. So that's very, very, very important. Now, I do got to, I got to highlight this because you're looking at, I love the fact when I bring somebody in the podcast and that's another brother, a black man, a king. And you're looking at two married kings right now. So, Mary, I want you. I want to talk about marriage. You know, um, did you come up like that? And what's your what's your viewpoint of marriage? Um, you know, my I, I was raised. You know, mom and dad. You know, my okay. father was a police officer also. Okay. Uh, mom is a, a nurse, and you know, marriage was a very important thing to me. Um, I got married actually at uh, twenty one. Ooh, you got married. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna. I believe in. Maybe in a couple of days, it'll be 20 years. Wow. Okay. So 21, that's a whole different. So what made you say, you know what, this is time for me to do this? How long were y'all together before you? Uh, we were together for three years three before, years. and we've been together since high school. Okay. Um, we, you know, I, I felt like, uh, for me, settling down is not, you know, a bad thing. You know, right. like this was like, no, I'm looking for a partner uh, to do life with. Mm. You know, and and it's a it's gonna be a life journey that we you know learn together. Um, that maturity level, that young, where did that come from at twenty one to make that decision? Um, you know, I don't know. It was just one of those things where I was like, yeah, I want to do this. You know what I mean? I had no reserves. I wasn't like it was no cold feet uh, or, or anything like that. It was like, oh no, yeah, I mean, this is you know, I, I want to take care of her. I want her to be my life partner. 
and it was it, it wasn't a hard thing. Now it's not to say like you know as a marriage is the part, <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's uh, it's the ups and the downs and it's the right. uh, bumps and it's the roads, but you get um you know that's where you're learning to be, you know a better husband, a better father over time. Um, you know what I mean? You're learning to do all those things. That's what life is about. And, right. and you're, you know, I feel like I'm blessed to get to do that with someone. Yeah, it's a blessing, you know, because uh, it's kind of funny. My mom always says sometimes you only find you get one soulmate, you know. And um, some people, they don't, they recognize it too late. And they, they spend their whole life looking for that person that mm-hmm. they had, you know, they messed it up. So that's the stuff that you recognize that I definitely recognize it and decided to definitely, uh, I mean, but I wasn't as young as you, you know. That's, that's 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 great. So, and also you say you got kids. Yes, I have uh, two daughters. Um, okay. One nineteen-year-old and okay. one um, sixteen-year-old. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Have any of them ever been in your films? Um, one had. Well, not in my film. She's oh. been in a film that I was a producer on. Um, called uh, Inner Self. It was a musical, a martial arts musical. Okay. Um, but uh. You know, I've tried to get them in films, and my oldest is, nah, nah, you know. (laughs) And my youngest is like, I don't know, you know, I'm not sure. I sort of want to, like, she's wishy-washy, but, um, you know, trying to get them in is like pulling teeth. (laughs) So if somebody said, who is Keith Collins the second, what would you say? Um, I'm just a man trying to live life right. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. And when you say live life right, break that down. What, you know, what, what does that mean to you? Um, you know, try my best to you know listen to what God actually has to say for me, um, and just walk that path. Um, and it's not easy. You know, right. there's days where you're just like, man, uh, you know, that relationship. The relationship with God is the part that. You know, I think that some people don't want to be truthful with, but some days you just be like, "No, nah, I don't want to do that." You know, and and, and you ha- you have to, but because he's gonna make you at some point. But some days you're just like, "I don't, I don't want to do that. I just wanna, I want to sit here, <laughs> or yeah. I don't, I don't want to go into this danger zone. I like this comfort right now. Let me just, you know, be content with this comfort." And that's uh, probably the hardest part of the you know relationship. You know what I mean with with God. He pretty stretches you and pulls you out of your comfort zone to to greater. Even when you're like, I don't really want to do greater. Right, and I think that's important that you said it because um, I say this often too. Greatness resides outside your comfort zone. And the richest place in the world, you know, um, is a cemetery because a lot of people took them dreams, some goals to the grave with them. Mm. See, we, we all mm. got these visions. I believe we all got a superpower, and God gives them to them. But also, God gives us free will. He gives you the opportunity to make a decision. So some choose not to be obedient to the voice. And some people wonder why they're just so miserable, why they're not happy. Well, it's not that you don't have the opportunity to be happy and free, but you were scared. You let fear actually discourage you. And when you do that, you know, in the Bible it says 365 times, fear not, fear not. So it's very important to have that courage. And yeah, fear is a natural emotion, but you just never can let that stop you. Because on the other side of fear is greatness, is happiness, is success. And you dictate what success means to you. You know, to me, the, the ultimate high is walking in your purpose. At this point with me, I'm running to my purpose. So finding out what your purpose is and then doing that. You know, if your purpose is to be um, a janitor and you take pride in that janitor position, 
you make sure that your school or wherever you're cleaning at is the best in, in the world. You feel like it's the best in the world. If it's McDonald's, if it's running a company, if it's a manager at a job, you find out what success, what your purpose is, and you just be the greatest version of yourself at that. You be happy. But you got to find out what that means for you. And I think a lot of times people look at somebody else and say, well, that's success. No, comparison is a thief of joy. You know, mm -hmm. everybody has a purpose and God gives you that vision. You just got to find out what it is for you. Mm -hmm. And then do that. Don't let people discourage you. Everybody's not going to understand. Yes, yes. And then it's going to be to a point even that some people that say, you know what, you shouldn't do that. You don't need to do that. And once you do it, oh, I knew you could do it. <laughs> I knew you could do it. No. So it's very, very important when you got to go to have that tunnel vision, understand it's a process, and every process is different. Mm -hmm. This first film, 11 days, knocked it out. This, this next one was a two-year process. You know what I'm saying? But you got to stay, you got to stay locked in. And now May 27th, it's going down. And, we, and that, when that actually released, and you see all the hard work, it's well worth it. It's well worth it. Because you're going to think about all the time. He said this was a 20-year process. The vision came back around. And the words you speak are powerful. He told this guy to write. He said, you know what? If you, if you write it, well, I'll do it. He came back a week later with the script. It was time. It wasn't time 20 years ago, but it was time now. So I'll always know that it's bigger than you. You know, and I want you to say a lot to understand that you are a go-getter, and I want you to lock in and think about what's for you, and then just run your race. Now, give the people your social media information so they can stay in contact with you. Yeah, um, uh, my uh, Instagram name is uh, Kiko I I or Kikoi. That's K E I C O I I. That's where you can reach me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Keith Collins the um, second. That's where you can reach me there. Uh, Twitter also uh, K E I C O I I. Pretty much everything after that is that. That is the username. If you add that, you will find me. Okay, and May twenty seventh, this actually is going to be in the theaters. Yes. So they can come out. Where can they see this at? Um, Atlas Lakeshore Cinema. It'll be at a uh, seven uh, p.m. It's a red carpet showing, so you can dress to impress if you choose. But pictures, interviews, the whole nine. Okay, great, great, great. So make sure you tap in on his social media outlets. Once again, a success is the only after-school tour on the mission to change the world. So principals, teachers, everybody you know, make sure you share my motivational speaker real. We got definitely to touch our next generation, our youth. I always say that the smart person learns from their own mistakes, but a wise person learns from other people's mistakes. Now, yes, we want them to be smart. They're going to make mistakes, but I really want them to be wise. There's so many mistakes that I made, Keith made, you made. They don't have to make the mistakes, so we already made them. So with this success, it's the only option tour I want to pour into them. I want them to be wise. I'm going to give them the tools to take their life to the next level. Go get them. One figure to the brain, one to the sky. With the right mindset, you go to the top. They can go to the top. But I need you to get involved. We're a team, and it's free to share a link. So I hope you enjoyed the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Remember that date, May 27th. Remember the social media information is definitely going down Rumble TV. And always remember, always remember, always remember. Only person that can stop you is you. Yes. It's the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Stay excited and stay connected. www.jblackinspires.com.